It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. Daria Rose is the creator of the popular blog SummerTomato.com and the author of Foodist, Using Real Food and Real Science to Lose Weight Without Dieting. A neuroscientist who calls herself, I love this, a PH dork. She's joining me today on Amy's Table to talk about her book. Hi, Daria. How are you? Hi, Amy. I'm doing great. How are you? Good. Well, I love this PH dork, but there's got to be, tell me the story behind how, how you got involved in science and food. Well, I started out as most people, you know, I was a a young girl and I wanted to look good and so I tried to diet, you know, my entire life and I did all of them. I did the low fat thing. I did the low carb thing. I did the counting calories. I was running marathons. Basically, you know, I was pretty miserable (laughs) and they would work for a while and then they would get really hard and I would try to find ways around them and I'd give up and I'd gain a little and I'd lose a little. And basically, I I was never really happy with my body and I was always, you know, struggling with food. It was a constant, constant issue. And the other part of my life, I, you know, grew up, I went to college, I studied molecular biology and eventually I studied neuroscience. And I realized at a certain point that I was just, had been struggling for too long and I could actually, I actually had the training at this point to go and solve this problem for myself. And both nutrition and neuroscience sort of merged for me because the first thing I realized was that diets don't work. You know, if you look at the data, people who diet actually gain weight over time. And I was like, oops, darn it. I've been doing this for 15 years. (laughs) Back to the drawing board. And then I, so I started, I sort of took a leap of faith eating, doing the whole foods, healthy food thing. And two things surprised me. One was that I was eating more than I ever had in my life. It felt like it. I was eating three meals a day. I wasn't hungry all the time. And I was losing weight. And that was just a revelation to me. The other thing was that I thought the food was going to taste bad. You know, I grew up eating pretty gross <laughs> health food. And the food was amazing. The food was so delicious because it was such real food. And it had that seasonal qualities. And it was grown at the farmer's market or whatever. And And I was just like, I have to tell people these things. But then I realized for most people, the hardest part isn't the weight or knowing that like broccoli is good for you or salad is good for you and cookies are bad for you, but actually doing it. And that's where the neuroscience comes in because a lot of it, almost all of it is is psychology. It's your brain. It's figuring out how to change your habits, not forcing yourself to do things. Wow, that was so well summed up. <laughs> I mean, I totally get where you're coming from, and I love that because to me, it would be so freeing for somebody to realize they're not going to diet ever again. Because I think that your story, as you said, is that of so many people who have dieted, gone off the diet, dieted, gone off the diet, put on more weight, given up foods. And so when you say real foods, let's talk about that first, is is what foods are we eating or should we be eating? Right. This is something we've been, you know, I feel like the message has been out there to some extent, but you know, generally I say to make it simple, foods that look like they come from the earth or the sea or the air, you know, foods that look like a plant, look like an animal, look like something that your great grandmother would recognize as food to borrow Michael Pollan's term. Mm -hmm. Um, Things that are not real food. Uh, the best way to check if you're not quite sure if there's packaging that your food's in, flip it over and look at the label and look. don't look at all the nutrition facts. Just look at the ingredients. 
because the ingredients will tell you if it's stuff you recognize as food, you know, things like, you know, wheat or, or seeds or something like that, then you're on the right path. If it's things that sound like they were came up in a lab and they have numbers in them and it sounds like sciences, that's what I call it, then you're, you're, you're in dangerous territory because then you're eating chemicals, you're eating preservatives, yeah. you're eating things that aren't necessarily bad, but also aren't, aren't really real food either. Well, you know, it's interesting because when you say that, I'm sure a lot of people think you're talking only about boxed or canned or packaged food. But I always caution people about those big bags of frozen chicken breasts. If you mm-hmm. read it, it should just say chicken and it doesn't. It says 10% solution added. Which is, of course, yogurt. Yeah, exactly. So people really do need to be careful about that. So, yes, it's true. We're all getting the message to eat the real food that looks like food. As you mentioned, something your grandmother would recognize as food. That makes sense. But, you know, so people have developed a taste for the processed food, believe it or not, or developed the taste for the less healthier foods. How do you get around craving the foods that are good for you? How do you make that happen? Well, there's a couple things. I think that we still in our minds are confused because we still think of healthy food as more packaged food. So we actually, when you say the word healthy, you're triggering negative reactions in your brain that say, oh, not, that's not tasty. That's not filling. That's not going to really cut it for me. I need that tasty stuff. But when you actually switch to real, real healthy food, and I'm talking things, things that are seasonal, things that are fresh, you know, a tomato from the grocery store in the winter Ugh. does not taste the same as right. one grown in your garden in the summer, right? Exactly. And I think that analogy rings true if you, if you really dig into this everywhere across the food spectrum, including even meats and cheeses. I mean, you know, cows have different diets throughout the year. It should change throughout the year. And so when you realize that healthy food actually tastes really good, you realize that the processed stuff doesn't actually taste very good at all. I don't crave it at all anymore because I think it's gross. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, I think, as you said, that tomato analogy is so good and that kind of difference is true within every food group of tasting something that's been worked up or something that's, that's more, as you say, straight from the earth. Well, okay, so we have to be seasonal and eat real food. That makes total sense. Sometimes eating locally, eating, you know, um, fresh can be an expensive way to eat. Or is that a myth? I think that's a myth to some extent, but I know where it comes from. Well, there was a study that said that basically farmers market food for organic is cheaper than grocery stores every time for the most part. Even some conventional stuff, it's, it's competitive on. And what it's really competitive on is actually vegetables. Fruits are definitely more expensive at the farmer's market. And I think when we are told to eat more fruits and vegetables, people tend to just focus on fruit because it's easy. You don't have to cook it. It tastes like sugar. You know, people like fruit. So they'll try to go buy more fruit and they're like, oh gosh, these peaches are so expensive here. This place is ridiculous. I'm, I'm going, going back to the grocery store. But you know, what, what they don't see is this $2 or a dollar bunch of huge bunch of beautiful greens that would make two meals for, you know, a fraction of the price of a Big Mac. So, right. so I think, you know, it's, it's a lot, it's largely about perception, which is un, unfortunate, but it also makes it easier once you start breaking those myths and breaking those barriers and actually start doing it. 
Right. Daria has shared a recipe that I'm going to put on amystable.com for roasted curried cauliflower, and it looks amazing. And yes, you'll recognize it as real food, and you'll also understand all the ingredients, cauliflower, curry powder, olive oil, and salt. So I'm going to share that recipe with you. And this has been interesting. I'm inspired by the 20% less without even noticing idea, because I think that's where I can veer off is portion control. I eat right, but I eat... I eat a lot. <laughs> so, Doing things to try that. Yeah, that's that's a game changer. That's very good. Well, the book is probably going to be a game changer for you. It's called Foodist: Using Real Food and Real Science to Lose Weight Without Dieting. Could just well set you free. You got to check it out. And also Daria's blog, SummerTomato.com. Daria Rose, thank you so much for spending some time with us today on Amy's Table. Thanks so much, Amy. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.